Hello everyone, welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on September 16th of 2022, I am Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to try to liven up your life a little by talking about anime stuff we've been watching, some of which is on Toonami. So, in regards to, uh, speaking of which, I guess, well, maybe this would be something to discuss at the end, but there's n none of the regular Toonami stuff except, I think, for Primal uh, this week. We've got Primal, and then we got two Batman movies. So, uh, Hush and Mask of the Phantasm. So, um, we'll see. We'll probably watch the first one. That's Hush. Yeah. Um, as for the second one, Mask of the Phantasm, which I've heard is the better of the two, so of uh -huh. course they put it second. <laughs> yeah, of course. We'll, we'll see if we can stay up that late. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But... In the meantime, we've got our usual lineup of stuff to talk about. So, okay, we'll go to Primal Episode 9, The Colossus Part 3. So, previously I've been saying, man, what, what is this Colossus? Is it like the big giant thing? No, it actually turns out that's the name of the ship they're on. So, uh, mm. there you go. Okay, mystery solved. I should have just checked Wikipedia to begin with. <laughs> Um, oh, did you see this episode? Oh, no, I, I, okay. I think I missed it. Okay. Well, yeah. basi basically, to um, uh, say it quickly, uh, as you might have thought, so after their attempts to, uh, like, you know, escape and stuff, the queen decides to try to exit, decides to, after chaining um, Spear Fang and uh, Mira up, to execute them. Rather than, I don't know, just kill them quickly, they have to go through this whole convoluted process. And of course she, you know, gives it to the job to the guy who who she's, like, only forcing to obey her. Uh, I don't think she seems very smart. Anyway, to make a long story short, they manage to get out of there, lead this big rebellion among all the guys who were, um who are, like, rowing the giant boat, uh, so maybe that's a reason not that not to, like, you know, employ, to force people to row your boat, because you need a gazillion of them, and then if they escape it'll and rebel, it'll be a problem. Mm -hmm. So they manage, so basically everything gets resolved, they manage to uh, uh, overthrow the queen, the good guys take control of the, uh, the ship, and then Spear, Fang, and Mira, and, uh, oh yeah, and Fang's, um, uh, little baby T-Rexes, you know, leave, and uh, then we ominously see that big giant thing that I thought was the Colossus uh, mm -hmm. going towards uh, them, and uh, I guess that's what the next episode will be about. So, there you go. The The next episode isn't the Colossus Part 4, is it? No, it's Echoes of Eternity. Mm -hmm. I don't know if... um. I think that's actually the end of the season, too. So, uh, yeah. come to think of it, have they announced anything about what they're replacing it with? I, I didn't check, but uh, let me see. Uh, oh, right, they did show the um, schedule thing for it. So, let me... Oh, they're having Primal at the start. Is that a rerun, then? Or is that... Um... I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, uh -huh. No, no time. This is a pro no need to try to real time this. Yeah. Okay. So, um, 
Any comments about it? Nope, not really. Uh, yeah. Well, you didn't watch it, so that <laughs> would make some sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Episode 31 of Yashihime is next. Uh, to and Setsuna fight some demon thing, and uh, and but then it like splits into smaller ones or something, and then uh, and but then Toa doesn't kill one of them because they like beg for mercy or something, but then they are like, ha, tricked you, uh, and mm -hmm. like run off, and then there's some other stuff about how, oh yeah, and Setsuna tells Toa, well, it might maybe it would be better if you go back to the modern time, and I'm thinking. How is she supposed to do that? You haven't found a way to do it yet. And why? I just don't understand why. She just said that out of the blue. And I was like, like, okay, you know, and it was like, yeah, that that's that's nice, but why would she like she's not strong enough? Is that what she's saying? Like it doesn't really make much sense, especially after they just beat those demons. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we get a bunch of some stuff with that, training and stuff with that. Then we have Moraha who um, gets this job to go and, uh, actually I can't remember, but it involves some kind of attack on a castle thing. But then she gets a parent, but then she gets hit by something that freezes her and then the, guys are coming out to attack and uh, did that actually have a conclusion because I feel like that did that was just where we were left and I'm not sure if that was a cliffhanger or if I just forgot it was resolved I think it was a cliffhanger okay and yeah. uh there you go oh yeah and then what was that yeah you, you mentioned it but this is kind of like the training arc because Kisui is teaching Toa um, stuff. <laughs> He's teaching her stuff. And now she's going to learn uh, I guess how I mean, I don't get why she's learning all this stuff whenever Setsuna just told her to go back to the world of living and now it's all of a sudden it's like oh no, you need to train. Like which is it, you know? Hmm. Yeah, there's some um, that I don't know. It just seemed a weird thing to say when I'm thinking you guys haven't found a way to go back to the present. I don't think yet. Mm -hmm. So uh, unless they did, and I forgot about it because I can forget about things a lot. Uh, what was I talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was an obvious joke, but I guess it worked. Um. So, yeah, we've got that. I guess we'll see what happens with Moraha next episode. Um, yeah, but I, the weird that stuff aside, at least, I don't know, I thought it was a kind of fun episode. Yeah. I think, hmm, it's hard for me to really, I, I, I feel like I li am liking this more than the first season so far, but on the other hand, the first if we're comparing episodes to episodes, the first season had a really strong opening and then it just kind of went into filler territory. So, exactly. I, I mean, I guess if I were to compare the first eight episodes of each, I'd say season one on the whole was better. But com comparing these eight to, I guess, the season 
two one as a whole, I think I'm enjoying it more. Yeah. All right. All right, loop on the third, part six, episode twenty. Oh wow, we're we're getting um pretty far now that I'm realizing it. Yeah. Um so Fujiko uh meets this uh person she knew um i don't know if this was the character who was in previous loop on parts or not mm-hmm. um but anyway she uh keeps getting fujiko to try accompany her on these uh th- schemes that constantly don't work out right mm-hmm. then there's a one where uh there's this plan to try to infiltrate this cult but it doesn't work and it looks like she's betrayed Fujiko but she actually didn't cuz it was just a convoluted plan because she really hated the cult leader guy and wanted to kill him which Fujiko knew about because she figured it out and knew the stuff I don't know there's convoluted stuff there <laughs> um and uh oh and Lupin does uh pop up also uh, this, basically they manage to get out uh everything gets resolved with the bad guy um uh, dead and uh, and uh, what's her name was apparently pregnant and has a kid. So there's that. That, that seemed like such a random detail to include. Oh um, no! Even more random was the the password that they were using to each other. Davy, like it made it out that that was such a big deal that they that. They remember that password, Davy, but it really didn't like mean anything, you know. Yeah. Um. What What was the password again? Davy. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. Um. I mean, it was okay. It was kind of fun. It, it wasn't a great episode, but um. Compared to a lot of stuff we've been getting this season, I thought it was decent. Actually, I, I like this episode. Um, there, there was a lot of action and some pretty good twists in it. Although uh, they're probably fairly uh, predictable, but yeah, there, there were definitely some uh, good twists in this episode. And um, I don't know, it's felt like this character had been in Lupin before and that's why it was like but but maybe she wasn't you know I don't know I don't know anything beyond uh, part four so let, let me actually double check on that I, I probably should have um, looked at this to begin uh with uh to see uh the loop on wiki says that she first appeared in uh part six so 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 that is a brand new character who suddenly is super important for one episode obviously she well i've been wrong before (laughs) but um i don't think she's gonna play as big of a part coming up we'll see yeah uh yeah it did seem a matter of uh just being someone yeah this person has totally been around with fujiko a bunch of the time uh so yeah um yeah i don't have too much else to say about it Mm -hmm. um 
All right, so then we got One Piece episodes. Oh, man, what are we at now? Uh, 581 to 582. So uh, in these episodes, um, <clears throat> so the crew members who got captured find themselves in this sort of cell with uh, this guy whose head has been like splitting to multiple things, at which they do manage to reconstruct. Uh, well, kind of. Um, and uh, then they're all trying. Uh, that's presumably the guy, the head of the guy. You, you know the play. Because the, meanwhile, Luffy gets really excited about the the um the uh the the legs that they like uh found, and is trying to like attach it to his body so he can be a centaur. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably that's the other part of the guy's body. So they uh so screw it. I'll do it one at a time. Okay, so Luffy, uh, they have that stuff after managing to beat the dragon. They um, go, they end up encountering some sort of weird guard guy who uh, initially is like, you know, uh, thinks, oh, well, I was out to look for intruders, but you guys are um, uh, fine. But then uh, they end up, you know, having to uh, fight them. Uh, then the other guys managed to get out of their uh, cell thing. Oh, and Brooke got completely, uh, wasn't captured at all because the uh, bad guys thought he was just a regular skeleton. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I think that covers the big stuff of the episode. Both episodes? Yeah. Yeah, um, Luffy was really annoying in these episodes. Uh, like I, I much prefer the fighting Lupin to, uh, Lupin fighting Luffy to uh, this Luffy who's just like insane and doesn't act rationally at all. Um, but yeah, I wasn't too into either of these episodes. Yeah, um, they were okay, I guess. I don't, for some reason, it, they didn't feel quite as padded as normal to me, but at the same time, I guess you're right, Luffy was kind of annoying, uh, there. Um, so, oh, right, there was also the part where they, uh, they, like, met, like, the super giant kids. I forgot about that. That was actually important, I think, so. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is a problem. For various circumstances, we're having to record uh, this later during the week than we used to. And, of course, that wreaks more havoc with my memory. <laughs> um, okay, so that's One Piece. That's the Toonami stuff. I guess we can move into the um, the stuff that's not on Toonami that we've been watching. Yep. All right, yep. so we've got Birdie Wing Episode 11. Um, if you want to do this one. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So let me, uh, see if I can remember this exactly how it went. Um, right. So the previous person who was going to be in the, uh, the represent, uh, okay. So Aoi and this other girl were expected to be the ones who would go, and uh, be the uh, 
the the team doubles the, team the doubles team yeah that's it yeah. um but the the other girl like injured herself so she's like you know but but she's still gotten kind of better so she still challenges um Eve to this match to see hey which of us can um is better to and stuff and Eve manages to win so uh, she's going to be the uh paired up with Aoi in the uh tournament I don't know if the tournament's going to be comprised the last two episodes or if that'll be the second season but um we get that so uh yeah and the and then the two at the end finally actually get to play against each other yeah yeah, I thought it was a fairly good episode, but as uh, you can see, I had a hard time remembering what happened. But um, yeah, it, it was fairly good, and now the two of them are going to try this doubles thing, which I guess uh, in golf, whenever you've got two players on the same team usually it's match play and you're uh playing against another two and that's kind of how it works sometimes occasionally they will have stroke play where um where you'll have the best ball of the two players count but i have no idea how they're going to do this if they're going to make it realistic or not, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so golf doesn't really do doubles. No, it does. Oh, but it's usually in match play. So usually when they do doubles, it's your two against someone else's two. And it's part of a team. So you'll have like, four teams of two going up against another four teams of two. And then, you know, however many, whoever wins more gets more points. And then they, they do singles matches as well. But there are rare cases where they will do stroke play with uh, two players to a team. But again, um, I'm not sure how this, how the show is going to handle it. Usually it's either whoever had the better ball or they take turns uh, taking shots throughout the hole. So someone drives it off the tee and then the other one hits it onto the green and then the first one puts it. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they handle it. I hope they keep things at least somewhat realistic. Uh, I'm impressed by the fact that they have St. Andrews appear in the opening of every episode, which is like the oldest golf course in the world. So they, they include that's part of the opening. Uh, the opening. So I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, um, pretty good episode this week. Yeah, and uh, in terms of realistic, well, um, I mean we've had we've had transforming golf courses that are used to settle mafia bets. So I mean, it can only go up from there. Okay, then we've got 
Today's menu for the Amia family, episodes five and six. Um, episode five, I uh, they make food and it's decent and stuff. Like, like this was like even by the standards of the series, which I'll be honest, have not been very good. This was a really boring episode. Mm-hmm. The only notable thing I would mention is that uh, apparently in this continuity, Shinji's actually a, not a total awful person he, because Sakura was trying to make food for him. I, I guess it didn't really clarify because uh, he was a pretty bad guy in the regular continuity. Yeah. Um. Then the second one is, uh, I mean, we get more of that sort of like, hey, let's talk, make food and then eat it. Although this was a little better because we got to see some stuff with um, Kirutsugu in a flashback. So that's something. Uh, yeah, this, this, these episodes, okay, I'll be honest, the show itself hasn't been very good. I kind of think that based on the stuff we've watched so far, this is probably the weakest suggestion I've made for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we're gonna go at least another week with it to see, but there's, like, a strong possibility we might just be dropping this thing off, um, off after that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's probably worse for you because at least I can, like, put on the Spanish subtitles and just think, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna, like, try to learn some food terms which this series actually is not bad for doing mm-hmm. um but uh otherwise you're if not for that i'd just be like oh yeah okay nothing's really happening mm-hmm. uh i i kind of think these were originally released on a monthly basis and i think that probably would have been the better way to watch it in retrospect because that way oh well you know you just spent 12 minutes and then you're like well i guess that was you know, kind of boring but you know i saw the characters but um yeah not not yeah i i don't really know if i have that much else to say because it was um these were pretty boring mm-hmm. yeah so we'll, we'll give it we'll watch maybe one more week actually i did watch a little ahead because i was thinking okay does this get better the next episode at least looked more interesting although the one after that was really boring so i'm just going to tell you ahead of time watch the next episode skip the one after that and watch the one after that so right now we'll probably just be covering episode seven and nine and seeing if that gets more interesting yeah that is the current plan we'll see how it goes after that um okay um, I don't think, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. No, just that it was really boring. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, we've got, um, Licorice Recoil Episode 3. So, basically, uh, right. So, Chisato asked to, he's going to the headquarters for... I don't know, she was supposed to talk to the leader or something? I can't remember this specific. So Takina wants to go because, you know, she wants to get transferred back to headquarters but and uh, go there, except no one, none of the other girls seem to really like her because of, you know, the fact she got transferred away. We do find out, well, they find out what we knew before, uh, what, that, oh, no, she really only just got transferred because they needed to cover some stuff up. Um, so, uh then some other stuff happens. They end up being a sort of match against some of the girls who are being kind of more mean. And the main character, 
It's managed to win, and uh, I guess the point is supposed to um, be Takina is opening up more to Chisato and the other characters at the cafe, which is the episode, basically. That was rambling. I apologize. Yeah, it felt too much of Slice of Life in this. Not that Slice of Life is bad, but it just felt too early in the season for that. Like, last episode was really good because had a lot of action and and humor it had it had a lot of humor yet at the same time a lot of action you know it like last episode was fantastic this episode i don't know i just kind of bored during it because i'm like okay she's getting to be more friendly but uh that's pretty much it and it's like we barely know her so i mean we barely know her so it's kind of like well you know i don't know i don't know what i'm saying (laughs) i just i just felt it it wasn't as good of an episode yeah my problem i think was more no, I thought the action was decent enough, although there was actually a little surprise. I was a little surprised. Oh, wow, they, they put in some more fan service this episode. Um, but uh, the uh, the bigger thing, I think, was uh, it, a bunch of this was, like, really serious in terms of, you know, um, uh, uh, Takina's, like, you know, like, kind of feeling sad and stuff. And I was thinking, oh, man... I, the first the two previous episodes were just like about the comedy bits of, you know, the more serious girl and the more cheerful and upbeat um one interacting, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wow, that that took a that took a turn from the previous comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. That that was the bigger issue I had, um, with it. But uh, yeah, well, yeah. So that was Licorice Recoil. Hopefully we get back to being a bit more on the com- combination of the action and comedy that we had previously. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I do not have anything else to say about it. Um, uh... Yeah, I, I guess we can just uh, go to the top three stuff we uh, do. Okay, so I prepared these in advance because I actually thought about it in in advance. So third place is Yasihime. Um, I thought it was fairly good episode, even if some things didn't make much sense. Birdie Wing is my second place. Because I thought it was interesting. I thought it was good character interaction. But my first place is surprising, actually. It's Loop on the Third. Loop on the Third is my first place pick for this week because I just thought this felt more like a Loop on episode than most of the Loop on episodes involving Loop on. So. Lupin did make an appearance, though, and that that was kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, Lupin wins for this week, and uh, 
that's its second win in the last four weeks, so it must be getting a little bit better at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my top three will be, uh, I think the same but a different order. I'd put Lupin in third, Yashihime in second, and, uh, sorry, my, uh, my <laughs> alarm went down. Why would, why did I even, why, why did not even go off? Why did I set it to this, um, time? That's, that's weird. I have, well, I have no idea what was going on with that, so sorry about that. <laughs> um, any, anyway, uh, we've, um... Now I lost track of what I was saying. Darn alarm. Top uh, three. Right. Uh, so, uh, what? which ones did I say? Okay, Lupin's third. Yashihime's um, second. Birdie Wing is first. Okay. Okay. Yep, we've gotten um, that. Then, um, all right, any... New news to talk about? Not really. Uh, um, yeah, we're we're going to be watching Batman this week, mm-hmm. um, be, with a little bit of Primal thrown in there. Uh, yeah, I, I hope this is as good as the one, the one movie where Ronald Reagan <laughs> appeared. Mm-hmm. Like that was. I, I can't forget that one. That was like that was so bizarre that it was actually pretty funny. So the movies we're going to watch are Batman Hush and Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Batman Hush is an adaptation of this uh, story arc in the comics. Ironically, I actually read the whole thing. I was actually reading Batman comics when this was out and I remembered it being pretty fun there were some flaws but on the whole it was decent the uh I I don't know what they changed in this I tried to look at what people said I saw some some of the reviews were positive some of them were not so positive so I guess we'll see there the second one Batman Mask of the Phantasm is um it was it's in the continuity of the original Batman the animated series and uh I saw this movie like 20 years ago or something maybe even a little more than that oh, man when did i become the guy who things happened to 20 years ago um but that but i remember liking it and a lot of people say it's a really good movie too so that will be interesting but uh, and hopefully we'll stay be able to stay up for it because of course they put the one that we would really want to see as a second yeah, yeah, probably because they think they can hook us in to watch the whole night instead of only watching part of the night. But uh, I don't know. I I I'm interested because they they've shown these in the past from time to time. They've been very interesting. My problem with it is is like why this week, like. Why didn't we have this for like Labor Day or something? Whenever like, you know, it's a holiday. Like Labor Day would have been perfect because then you you know Monday off, so you'd have a couple days to uh, relax and rebound from staying up so late. So I wish that's when this was and not 
just a normal Saturday. I don't know why they did it this way. Um, oh, by the way, another thing is that um, uh, I was actually at a con where um, the voice of Tom from Toonami was there. Steve so that was, Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Bloom was there. Uh, that was pretty cool. He says he lives in Hawaii now. Mm. And he he just records from his own house. Hmm. He's like, I don't need to, I don't need to go to a studio anymore. I just record from my own house. So I was like, I'm moving to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> did, did he say? Actually, that brings up something I was curious about. Um, when they record from there, because they're not doing it from the studio, do they have someone who is? When they're recording, do they just record it? Do they have someone like, you know, they're talking to, you know, maybe in not necessarily Skype, but something like that to like, you know, tell them, hey, say it this way. Like, yeah, cause that's, yeah. they do have that. It's not in, it's not in person. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what was the funny thing he said? Um, oh, man, I just, just forgot this. How did I forget this? Um, Oh, he was talking about those game reviews that go on. They have game reviews from time to time. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't watch, I don't play any of those games. I don't, I don't have a clue about any of those games. I just, I just read whatever they give me. <laughs> and, and it's the producers are the ones who are playing the game. <laughs> so they play the game and he just kind of just reads from the script. Because <laughs> he's like, I don't know anything about. <laughs> so he's like, whenever you see those things, that's not me playing them. <laughs> oh, so here's something um notable I did want to mention. Uh so I don't know if this quite uh tops some of the crazy isekai things I've uh, seen or reincarnations, but I did. There is apparently a light novel series that is getting an English release now. It's called it's Reincarnated as an Apple. <laughs> full, full title is Reincarnated as an Apple. This forbidden fruit is forever unblemished. Wow. I thought a slime was weird. I thought being reincarnated as a slime was weird, but now... Uh, nothing's ever going to top, though, my little sister's putter. I mean, <laughs> that that is untouchable. That is number one in all time. Reincarnated as my little sister's putter. <laughs> the case of me, a pro goal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would die just to see an anime <laughs> if they ever make one, I will be floored, and I don't know what I'll do. I'll be, I'll, I have to watch it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, um, yeah, that probably is the ultimate uh, one, but yeah, it's so weird, it just the extent to which isekai has permeated into anime. Like, yeah. I remember way back in the day when I was thinking, you know what I would, um, 
what I wish there was more of. I wish there were more series that took place in some alternate universe, but they were all governed by game mechanics. And <sighs> I'm like, oh, wow, I guess a lot of other people um, thought that also, because <sighs> there's so many of them. Yeah. Like, actually, and with it's all game mechanics, so many of these ones also. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, uh, so we've got that. Other than that, I don't think there's too much news to really talk about. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'd, I'd mention that uh, Tear Moon Empire, that's this light novel series I've read that I like. That's actually getting an anime adaptation that was announced for next year. So maybe I'll make you watch it because I thought it was, because I like the books. What was that again? Uh, Tear Moon Empire. Um, but, you know, uh, don't, don't, get, don't, don't try to get too excited about the anime because uh, whenever they announce it, there's always like at least a five month gap at the lowest before they actually air anything. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, nothing else to, uh, much, although we do, uh, we will be having some new stuff coming up in a, a new season of anime coming up in a few weeks and maybe we'll check something out from there and maybe we won't. That's, um, us, uh, refusing to commit to things until the last moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for some reason, I was bored and I read this one random manga that came up in my feed. It was called Torture Princess. And it was, like, really weird. It was, like, this princess, like, see, Isekai's a boy into her world just to, like, be her butler. And then he serves as her butler and... She likes to torture her enemies. So it was I I thought it at first is a cool concept, but whenever I read it I was like, yeah, this is pretty this is pretty dumb. So <laughs> I I do follow a manga called Tis Time for Torture Princess. Yeah, that that's not what yeah. I was, but yeah, read, I mean, it, it, but. It just, they both had the. I, I mean, I have to bring it up. The, the titles yeah. are so similar. Yeah. I think they sound completely different because tis time for torture, princess. Uh, I would if I were to describe a bit, it's um, let's see, a princess gets captured by demons who te torture her for information. Uh, uh, it's also one of the mo. it's also a uh, charming comedy series that's legitimately one of the uh, most, uh, oh dang, what's what's the word I was, a wholesome series that I've read. <laughs> because all the tortures are, are almost always just, hey, here's some real, I'm going to prepare some really tasty looking food for you, and I'll only let you eat it if you tell me a secret. Mm. And most of the secrets are just kind of useless stuff also, so mm. I, I like it. It's I guess I'll just say it's a fun read week to week. If you try to marathon it, you'll probably be miserable because uh, about half of the chapters are the same joke. Uh huh. Um, Torture Princess. Yeah, I'm looking that up um, now. Uh, Torture Princess, Fremd Torture Chen. Uh, I don't know what Fremd Torture Chen means. Is that like German or something for Torture Princess? Mm. I don't Let me know. See. 
Um, it looks like it's German for foreign torture. Mm. So, yeah, that would be something. And uh, you said you read the manga. Was... The first, first chapter, that's oh. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's based on... It, the manga was based on a light novel, which... Uh, and, um... Yeah, oh, this was one that was a light novel rather than starting as a web novel. It's uh, mm. do, you, do you know how, like, the whole web novel, light novel thing works? No, I don't. Okay, because this... All right, I'll, I'll tell you, because this is actually kind of interesting. Um, so, uh, web novel is basically a more fan... It, it doesn't really that much of a novel. It's really just a basically a fancy term to say, yeah, this was basically just some just a story someone put online. Basically, you know, fan, fan fiction fan. except original stories. Mm-hmm. There's this uh, Japanese site called uh, Shosetsuka Ninaro, or which means let's become a novelist, which has become really popular, and a lot of people put stories there. And a lot of the times, well, not a lot of times, but the real popular ones that pop up there, like become get like some light novel company will say, "Hey, this is popular. Let's publish it as a light novel," and then it does. It, although changes are made, it's it's not it's like not like you know just copy paste. They do like rewrite stuff, um, and then some of those become uh, like anime if they're popular enough. For example, um, like to list a few series that you probably have um heard of that were there uh like re-zero started out that way um mm-hmm. rising of the shield hero was another um there's like ascendance of a bookworm was one like there's if, if you will there's like this big list of these things and it's also why so many all of these anime have these crazy titles it's because if you're putting your work book your story on the site that has a gazillion other stories, you need to put have a title that explains what it's about so people will click on it and read it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you have all these lengthy uh, titles that explain stuff. And even the shorter ones that you see, those are act generally abbreviated one. Remember, the full title of Ascendance of a Bookworm is Ascendance of a Bookworm, I'll Do Anything to Become a Librarian. ReZero's full title is like restarting from another, starting in another world from zero, and all of that kind of uh, stuff. So, yeah. Um. So that's how you can always tell if something started, because if it's got a perfectly reasonable and short name, and it wasn't like shortened for the English, uh, like publication then you know it went. It started out as a light novel because there wasn't any need to give a ridiculous name of it to get clicks. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, um, 86. A simple title. That was that started as a light novel, not a web novel. But uh, then, but all the other ones, again, just, uh, just have all those lengthy titles because, I mean, like I said, clickbait. Mm-hmm. Uh all right, so now you know all of uh, that stuff. Um, although surprisingly, Overlord actually uh, I, I started out as a web novel, and that's just got a simple name. But maybe because it got into it got into the business early enough that it didn't need to, you know, go for that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess that's all of that. Uh, I 
we'll see you next week to be talking a bunch about Batman and uh, the non-Toonami series we watch. Um, and we'll see what we plan to do with some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, we'll see you next time then. And we'll try to do better. Bye, me.